0: Hey everyone, saddle up and get yourself ready for the Horse Business Advice Podcast, where I share tips and insights for horse business owners around the world on all kinds of things to do with running your business. I'm Melody, online horse business coach, mother, lover of horses, collector of far too many saddle pads and unicorn obsessed. I'm absolutely passionate about helping equine related businesses get the confidence to move forward and get organized enough to be able to still have a life and a business at the same time. Now, I don't want you out there struggling to find the help you need, wondering what the hell to do next. I'm here to tell you that you do not have to go on this journey of horse business alone. So come along and join my free Facebook group, Equine Entrepreneurs Horse Business Advice and be part of a really supportive and thriving community of horse business owners from around the world. Welcome, welcome. It's Melody here, and in this episode of the Horse Business Advice Podcast, I'm going to talk to you about setting boundaries to deal with that constant barrage of messages and questions, that people will send you, particularly on social media, but often by text message, depending on what business you're in. So often we see businesses talking about feeling burnout, feeling constant stress, not getting enough sleep. And a lot of the time it is because they have become a slave to their messaging system. So uh, people will be messaging them, asking them questions, asking if they can book in, perhaps sending a video of their horse for some advice, all those sorts of things and not necessarily respecting other your boundaries your as a business owner, not respecting your boundaries. Some business owners get super irritated. If people are messaging at 10 o'clock at night, and I can understand that. So before uh, I go off on a rant about this, I do understand that it is frustrating that people think it's okay to message at 3 a.m., 10 p.m., whatever. However, a lot of people work on a different Perhaps we could call it time zone or energy zone than you. So sometimes people are only settling down to think about what it is that they want to do at nine o'clock at night. And perhaps that means that's when they're sending their messages or they are in insomniac or they're in a different time zone to you and they're six hours ahead or six hours behind or something like that. So again, depending on what business you're in as to what of those things might happen. The thing about it is, is nine times out of 10, that person that has messaged you, even if they know it's two o'clock in the morning for you, the chances are they are just messaging because they've got to get it out of their mind. You've probably done the same thing yourself at one point in time. I know I do. I have to write myself notes of who I've got to message in daylight hours or phone, make phone calls in daylight hours because my brain is thinking, let's clear all of these thoughts out before we try and wind down and go to sleep. So it's often 10 o'clock at night that I'm thinking, oh, I've quickly, I've got to tell this person this and this person that. So I am an offender as well. The thing about this is, is nine times out of 10, I don't, we don't expect a response. The person that is messaging you is unlikely to be messaging you at 2am thinking, well, I hope this person responds because, you know, I need to know whether this saddle pad comes with purple binding or cream or whether they can shoe my horse in a week's time or whatever. It's not likely that that is what they're expecting. And so... Whilst you can't control when people message you and when they send their their inquiries through, what you can control is how you deal with it. And at the end of the day, if you are sat on your phone at 11 o'clock at night responding to people's messages because you're feeling that pressure of they've sent you a message and you have to respond, but you're feeling resentful about it, do you know what? That's 100% on you. You're going to burn yourself out if that's how you work. Now, again, full disclosure, and for those of you who have messaged me, I can message people at back at strange times of the night. I often get messages from people Um, Particularly, my clients in the US and Canada, they're on the reverse flip time zone to me. They're 12 hours behind me or 15 hours behind me. So they're often a little unaware. They just know it's probably not a great time. And then if I respond straight away, they'll say, Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to message you in the middle of the night. And, you know, it's not often the middle of the night, but I'll often say, Look, that's okay you know, I spent three hours today playing with my horse or having a nap or watching Netflix or something. So I am working at night. I am in my own business as you are. So we do get to set our own hours. So gone are the days where nine till four is Monday to Friday is business hours. So that's the first thing is you don't have to be working or only respond to messages between nine and four or whatever time you've decided is what you consider to be working hours. If it suits you to only reply to messages before midday or between 6pm and 9pm, that's absolutely fine. That's your business. It's your decision. It's your sandpit. It's your toys. You get to choose. What is fruitless is doing posts on your social media saying, please don't message us between you know 6 p.m and 6 a.m or whatever please only message between 9 and 2 it's not realistic it's not practical and you know of course not everyone's going to see that post or going to remember it when they have that burning desire to ask you a question or send your message to try and book in with you or um something or you know inquire about whether their order is on the way so those sorts of things Uh, worth keeping in mind that you actually can control what time you're checking your messages and what time you're just simply leaving them and it doesn't have to be particular days or times it's up to you you might choose to only reply messages three times a week that probably is going to get a bit stressful for some of your clients if they're feeling like you're not listening to them you might just do it twice a day and twice a day is probably a good option again depends on what your business is and whether it is one that does receive tons and tons of inquiries. So there's no point getting upset if people message you at 10 o'clock at night. What you need to be upset about is the fact that you're allowing that to take over and that you're feeling that pressure and you shouldn't need to. If someone has messaged at 10 o'clock or 2am or some ridiculous six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning, don't feel pressured to reply because even if that person is that, you know, that one off, odd, rude person that genuinely does expect a reply and is going to get pissy about it if you don't respond, then, you know, people, if people go ahead and say, and I've had this happen to a client actually, she uh, had somebody message her early Sunday morning, she was not with her phone. Um, And a couple of hours later, she messaged again, didn't respond. Then when it left negative feedback on her Facebook page saying she doesn't respond to messages all before 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Now, if anybody sees that feedback, it's negative feedback, you and I are going to look at that and just go, that's pretty unrealistic. Like that's pretty harsh. I don't think I would take any notice of that. And particularly if as a business owner, that business owner then responded and said, you know, I'm sorry I didn't respond to your 6am Sunday message while I was out competing with my horse or whatever they were doing. You know, business owners are human too and it's okay to be human and it's okay to take some time to respond. None of us particularly are in an industry that uh your client's message to you is a critical emergency. Unless of course you're an emergency vet and then, you know, let's be phoning the vet, not just texting them. But, you know, nine times out of ten, people's bad planning is not your emergency. And that's really important for you to remember. And just because they've left something to the last minute or they've got a burning question at 10 o'clock at night, you it doesn't have to become your emergency. There are times where it might suit you to respond straight away but if you don't want to be responding straight away that's the point is you don't have to. Now if you're anything like me and you've got a message it's very hard to not respond. So here's my suggestion is step one set up an auto responder where you can. Now you can do this on facebook and instagram you can do it on your emails it depends when you're where people are sending you inquiries it's not as easy on sms if people are texting you but for your social channels and your emails you can set up an autoresponder saying hey thanks for your message i'm you know i'm probably out playing with ponies or i might be asleep or i might be watching netflix whatever it is you're going to say um i'll get back to you as soon as possible And it might suit you to say, in the meantime, if you wanted to inquire about booking in, here's the booking link. Or if you wanted to find out more about, you know, my products, visit the website. You might be able to direct people straight away to somewhere if there's a common question that's being asked. And on that note, for people, uh, for businesses that are constantly asked the same question, do make sure that you've got a frequently asked question section on your website that answers those questions. If you're getting repeated inquiries about, you know, what size is this or what color does it come in? That tells you that you're not giving enough information up front. So things that get asked repeatedly uh, that are, you know, considered more a standard question, then make sure that your website or your socials or your post for that particular product or service they're actually answering that before people need to message you. So setting up autoresponders. Now, if you're fancy, you can create things like a chatbot, and you've probably used chatbots with um, businesses, perhaps that you've contacted. It, you know, perhaps with some often the tech support, or you know, I think I was on I was on chat to um, our home and contents insurance the other day. And you press chat and it's some, you know, Fred the chat bot and it it gives you six options to press and then it gives you some information and then it tells you this and it tells you that and you press a bunch of buttons and then by the end of that, I actually had all the information I needed and I didn't need to speak to an actual person. And so that is a process that can be set up and, you know, Facebook has that Uh, potential to set up that sort of thing for you you can have it set up on your website as well so those are things that if you uh, get loads and loads and loads of inquiries and they're standard inquiries and it suits you could look into that you know another really simple thing is set your phone to do not disturb. Now, I know there's lots of different ways. You could just have your phone in silent all the time. You could have, you could turn it off at night. But there's always going to be that person and you do want to take a call from. I have a 17-year-old son who's driving for the first time this year, this 12-month period is that, you know, his first year of having his driver's license and driving on his own. I'm not turning my phone off while he is out driving home i need to you know be available and and know that he's okay and checking in with him and he'll message me when he's on his way home and that sort of thing so i'm not turning my phone off so the do not disturb setting on your phone is kind of cool because you can shut off all notifications but then you set up a favorites group and different kinds of phones use different systems but i think they'll all come back to the same thing in that you've got a favorite group of people and those people are allowed to text or phone you in your do not disturb time so mine's i don't know something like 9 p.m till 7 a.m so between 9 p.m and 7 a.m no text message will come through it won't beep it it won't nothing will beep at me no notifications people can't phone me unless they're on that list uh, and so that also avoids those, you know, two o'clock in the morning spam phone calls and that sort of thing. They just don't get through. They're there is a missed call the next day, or the text message appears when Do Not Disturb turns itself off. But they can't wake me up. Uh, but I'm still available for those who I want to be available for. So setting up Do Not Disturb is a really good option. Because uh, a lot of us, you know, we have somebody in our life that we want to make sure that we're available to, whether it's an elderly parent, or in my case, a teenager, or, you know, your your significant other, or your bestie, or the neighbours, or, you know, any, any of those sorts of things. You might have a group of people that you just, you're okay if they call you at three o'clock in the morning, but you don't actually want clients texting you or calling you at three o'clock in the morning. So do not disturb is a really good idea. You've got to make it easy to find further information. No matter what you do, you've got to make it so that it's the least amount of clicks, the least amount of searching, that the information that people are asking you and messaging you is easy for them to locate. So I said it before about putting things on your website, having a frequently asked question section, all of that sort of thing, but also when you're posting on your socials, just making sure that people don't have to go really deep down into the socials to find any information, that you're constantly refreshing your socials so that the posts that people need to see to understand how to order from you or how to book in, that it's obvious and it's easy to do. And if you know, we're talking about booking in using a booking system, my favorite is Acuity Scheduling, which is now Square, um, Squarespace Scheduling, uh, Squarespace bought Acuity, but I've been using it for eons. So it's still called Acuity to me. I've put a lot of clients onto that booking system and it's very easy and very smooth. You can set up text message reminders and confirmations and email confirmations and all that sort of thing. If you're taking bookings, what you don't want to be doing is going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards, if it suits you to be able to implement a booking system. So consider how many of the messages that you're getting backwards and forwards, how many of them uh, could be resolved by having a different system or a better system or a more smooth purchasing process on your website or something like that so always consider making everything super easy now if we're talking about avoiding burnout and I'll tell you right now I burnt myself out I guess 15 14 or 15 years ago in my last business Uh, every single thing I've talked about here I had not been doing I was making the mistakes that I am now telling you not to make So take it from me, from the depth of my heart, that I really do understand what it feels like if you are in that sinking time of feeling like you're about to get fried, feeling like you can't do this anymore, and the next message might just tip you over the edge, and it might be a stupid question, somebody asking a stupid question that is already answered and they've just not seen it on the website, or they're just asking something that's not relevant or you know following something up that they knew wasn't coming until three weeks time or something like that like when you feel like you're just about on the edge and the next thing's just going to set you off like I really do understand that because I have been there and I burnt myself out big time landed up in hospital for a week it was diabolical so I really do understand one of the things I learned as the as a result of that was um you know, we can't they say, you know, time management, and I do talk about time management, but the truth and reality is is we can't manage our time, but what we can do is manage our energy and what we spend our energy on. So, if you are at that end of business where you're feeling frazzled all the time, you feel like you've got too much to do and you're just overwhelmed all the time, remember that this is not about fitting more things into the day. It's about fitting the important things into the day. So do the important things first. That's that's my tip, is when you are feeling like you're heading for burnout, when you start to feel resentful, when you start to look at private messages from a client asking a perfectly reasonable question, but you just get pissed off just because there's a message. Those are your warning signs. You need to stop and look at the energy that you're expending and figure out how to manage that process. Um, and often the, t- the case is, is that you do need to offload something because it's never about pedaling faster. When you're on the edge of burnout, uh, the faster you pedal, the quicker you're going to end up going over the cliff and heading down to burnout land. So what you can do is think about what is super important. What are the important things I have to do in my day and also in your business? Obviously, sometimes it's going to involve children or horses or life outside of your business. But what are the important things that you have to do each day? Do them first and then do other things after that. Sounds really obvious and really simple, but it doesn't happen like that. It doesn't. So many people don't do that. So think about. The three most important things that you have to do today and do them in the morning whilst you've still got the energy, and then see how the rest of the day pans out and then see what you've got energy left to do. Managing your energy is all about not getting involved in conversations, discussions that are not helpful to you, and without going deeply into it. That includes on social media. Don't get sucked into all of those arguments. Uh, that are draining you of energy because even though it feels like it's important it's also it's draining you and it's leaving you with no reserve and then the other thing is is remembering and i've talked about this in past podcasts is remembering that you're not here to please absolutely every single person in the universe and so don't spend any energy worrying about that one person that might not like some post that you did or some product that you sell or the fact that you are available in a certain area. There's always going to be one person that's, you know, doesn't love you. It's okay that not everybody loves you. So hopefully the lesson here is set your boundaries, set up your autoresponders, get your phone on to Do Not Disturb. Don't let your phone and the messages that come through on it by text, by email, by private message, by DMs, by anything, don't let that rule your life. You're in charge of when you check your messages. You're in charge of when you respond to stuff. And whilst people might get annoyed, that's their problem and that is their energy to spend on it, not yours. So if you... Uh, in the situation where you've read a message and you can tell that you're you know it's a good client and they're super stressed well go ahead and respond to them but you can also respond and say hey you know my brain's a bit fluffy and i say this a lot my brain's a bit fluffy at the moment i am almost asleep um i'll message you in the morning it's okay to also do that um but at the end of the day you are in control you have to set your boundaries and you are the one that gets to decide how close you put yourself to burnout before you do something. So manage your energy, manage your boundaries, do the important things first and things will feel better. All right, I'm going to leave you with that thought and hopefully this helps you to feel a bit better about not responding to messages at three o'clock in the morning. Good luck.